0: So I hired a virtual assistant and she changed my life forever. Not only did I finally have somebody that believed in me mm. and was on my team, but this person was showing up every single day at 9 a.m. ready to help me make money. Yeah, And I had never had that before. Like I had never had someone that was like more consistent than me. It put me at a level where I had to show up too. So when I realized, oh, this is how you really skip the line is hiring a team so you can do twice as much.
1: My goal is to help coaches and entrepreneurs turn their mind into money, teaching them how to take what they know, package it, market it, sell it, and automate it to make a massive income and massive impact, even if they don't have a lot of followers on social media. If you're watching this video, you're about to make a whole lot of money. Well, I'm excited about today's episode because I get the opportunity to interview one of my favorite people. Serial entrepreneur, but most importantly, phenomenal person. Everything from survival, strategy, business operator. I think you guys will learn so much from this person. I remember meeting her, and you ever meet someone and you feel like you've known them forever in a matter of seconds, and we've continued to stay in touch. So I knew, I kept saying, I gotta have you on, I gotta have you on, because I know the impact it'll have on so many of you. I don't want to let the cat out the bag. I want to let her share your story. But one of my favorite people, Brittany Bettini. How you doing, family?
0: I'm so happy to be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honor. So thank you so much for having me.
1: Man, it's my pleasure. You know, what? I've said it a few times. I, I think you thought I was just talking. I kept saying, I gotta have you. I gotta have you. Because I've, I've, I've here's what's amazing. I was impressed with you from the moment I met you. From um humbleness professionalism execution like you're one of those people like i feel i was telling someone i feel like most good ideas die out because they don't make it out of people's head what i've watched with you is you get an idea and you're gonna press the gas and run all the way through like what is what developed that like how do you get to a place that there's there's no gap between it i've seen you since i've known you i've seen you start multiple businesses but what is it about you that this tenaciousness, this hard working, how did you become this serial entrepreneur?
0: So honestly, it's probably not really healthy where it came from. I, it came from surviving. Like, wow. Um, and it's just this past year that I started getting into um, some real personal work with myself and actually having to slow down. Yeah. Because I came from a place where I was like, I've got to make that next dollar. I've got to make more money. i got to take care of my family. And so that, when I figured out that entrepreneurship was the answer to all those problems, I went crazy. I'm obsessed. I'm <laughs> obsessed. I think that in order to be a, a, you know, successful entrepreneur, you have to be some level of obsessed with what you're doing anyway. So um, that's where mine comes from. I'm wow. just. I wake up every day and I'm like, how can I go harder and be the hardest working person in the room?
1: Wow. Here for some that don't know, they don't realize you are a seven figure serial entrepreneur, right? So this is not, you're not beginner stages trying to figure it out. And some would hear that, you know, you spoke about survival, but for those that don't know, give them kind of your, back, not full backstory, but just some of your businesses, what it yep. is that you do on down the line, just so they can get some context.
0: So I started, I got the taste of entrepreneurship because uh, when I first left a really scary domestic violence situation, I took over my family's janitorial company. Mm-hmm. So. I I had all the jokes about I was the janitor and if they needed something cleaned up, they would call me and all this and that. And um, I decided I was gonna turn that into a seven-figure business. My family had been trying to hit that mark for 20 years and just couldn't do it. And I was like, I can do it. So um, that's what gave me the real first taste of entrepreneurship and then when I realized that's where that obsession kicked in, I was like, oh, I want my own businesses. And so I had, during um, the Survivor, time i had to figure out how to get myself financially stable again and that came with fixing my credit and doing all of those things that you have to do in order to get yourself uh, in a good financial space yeah so um i started a credit repair company wow it you know a lot of people were doing it but it was something i was passionate about and i knew um i wasn't super passionate about janitorial but i knew that i was passionate about where i had gone from being poor at a food pantry with my kids to being able to buy five cars in a year. Yeah. That people need to know this. That's, that's,
1: <laughs> hey, that's a big gap. That's, that's a, a gap. big gap. From how I'ma feed myself to which car do we drive today? <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> um, and being able to buy a home with my, you know, my new family. So, you know, I wanted to teach other people how to do that and help them with the service, you know, of doing it for them. And then, it, all my businesses come from a problem I had either in my own business or in my own life that I solved for myself and I was like other people have the same problem let me solve it for them too. Wow. And they can pay me.
1: <laughs> Man, I hope I hope anyone grabs that cuz that's at the essence of entrepreneurship, right? Right. Our, entrepreneurship is taking responsibility for other people's problems. Yeah. Right? So you you solved I've solve been doing your, that
0: my whole <laughs> life, <laughs>
1: right? So now it's like you took responsibility of it's a few things you mentioned, you know, from Taking, taking on your family's janitorial business of over 20 years, they're trying to get it to pass the, to the seven figure mark. Where did that confidence come from? You, may, you made the statement, you was like, I'm, go, I'm gonna be the one to do it. Where did that come from that you believe that you could be the one to do something that they could, it's not that they didn't try, right? right? So that you could be the one to do something that they couldn't accomplish in 20 years.
0: I knew where the holes were in the business. I knew that they were stuck in a place of everything was on paper. Everything you know, so um, I was able to bring some technology into the business I was able to cut some places where you know, we were getting Taken advantage of and payroll. So I was like if I can cut these costs. I'll have more money to invest and grow in the business Um, And so also I don't like being told I can't do something. Mm. I Spent many years with a person who told me I was not going to be successful. I was not this I was not that and so this was my first opportunity to prove that person wrong. And I know that you shouldn't build your life off of trying to prove someone wrong, but in the process of proving that person wrong, I proved to myself that what I was really capable of doing. Mm. And then once I figured out that there was absolutely nothing that could stop me, it was like anything I wanted to do, I was like, yeah, let's just do it. There was no more second guessing myself, I don't know. You know will i fail will i go broke i was like well if we go broke now we know how to do it better the second time (laughs) wow so wow i've been broke (laughs) i ain't afraid of broke no more because i've been like at a food pantry
1: yeah let's go backwards right so we understand now and we didn't even get into even some of your other businesses right? right so from janitorial business credit repair business you have a phenomenal staffing agency. Yeah. You know, um, hire, hire my VA.
0: It's, I need a VA. I need a
1: VA, I'm sorry. Yes. I need a VA on down the line where you're supporting, solving a problem for entrepreneurs, coaches, service providers on down the line, tra- trained staff that you provide for them. Another successful business, successful family. But let's go backwards. You know, hearing about food pantry, people verbally beating you down and you were talking about struggles you went through. You know, I know some of your story, but kind of take me back to those low moments. That food pantry, how did you get there? What was life like for you before five cars, before multiple businesses, before payroll? What was life like for you then? What's that story for you?
0: I married my high school sweetheart. Okay. Um, We, you know, just like that first love thing. It gets ingrained in you real deep, okay? Um, and I was just like madly in love with this guy who really just didn't appreciate or treat me right. Yeah. Uh, physical violence, um, broken bones. I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. I wasn't really allowed to work or, you know, I've always been a very um, motivated person. College, high school, even after college, you know, I worked in a bank. I really wanted to make something of myself and then I got in this you know, marriage with a person who um, tried their best to take all of that away from me and just make, completely put out that fire in me. Yeah. And then um, it got really, really bad and to the point where I thought I was gonna lose my life. And I had these children that were looking up at me like, are you okay? Or looking down at me, honestly, <laughs> literally looking down at me on the ground saying, are you okay? And I was like, no. I'm not okay, and none of this is okay, and this is not what God intended for my life. And so I'm gonna do something different. So I left in the middle of the night, and I never went back. And um, it was scary and terrible for those first, you know, that first year. Was I was at rock bottom. I had my car was messed up. I didn't have a car. Um, my landlords came to our house and said, "You can't afford this place without your husband to pay for it." Um, So you have 30 days to get out. So I was homeless. Um, I couldn't get approved for an apartment without a co-signer to even have another place to go. Mm. And had to have some dude I was dating for like three months co-sign for me an apartment so I could get a place for my kids to live. I was just financially and emotionally ruined. And I started when I started rebuilding my credit and my financial space and then got a job This is gonna sound so crazy. I got a job doing medical collections. This is how I really learned how to repair credit because I knew the laws from the other side. Wow! Got a job in this call center and they did bonuses when you hit certain numbers. Like if you could get this much money collected, you got these bonuses. I needed those bonuses to survive. Those Mm. were non-optional for me. Those weren't like, oh, good job. I was like, oh, if I get that, I can actually pay my bills this month. So I hit every bonus and this, Fire started to get lit in me again that had been kind of put out, and once I got that um, competition drive again, um, they took the bonuses away because I was hitting them every month.
1: <laughs> we I, it's a few things, right? So we got to go back. How long were you in in that relationship? I know it was a high school sweetheart. How long were you guys married? How long were you we were? We were
0: married for uh, six years. Wow! And we were uh, we had he had moved away, so we were together when we were fifteen. 14 and 15 years old, and then he moved away, and then we got back together later on in life. Um, So there was like a little gap in between, but he was my my first love, and then uh, never got really over that. So, yeah. um,
1: yeah. How did you develop the strength to walk away? The reason I ask, I, I read so much about women who go through so much, men who go through so much, families who go through so much and the struggle of it because it's the financial side of it, it's the emotional side of it is, hey, I've got kids with this person. This is how I have a place to live. What, like what was going on in you that made you uh, and I'm sure some of those same strengths are present in for you as a CEO, a boss, entrepreneur, yeah. this development, right? But what what some of those things that you feel like that you were saying to yourself that allowed you and built the muscles, the strength to say I'm out of here.
0: So, um it started when I got a job again. Mm. Uh, I had gone a real long time without working, but then financially everything got so bad that I had to get a job again. And then I started getting that sense of freedom back. And that was not a, a fun place to be. Like he didn't like that. And so the abuse got worse Wow. whenever I did that. And then uh, we got into a really bad argument one night and it resulted in, um, you know, a bruised up body and my children crying and my son my two-year-old son started hitting um because he thought that that was normal and i was like this ain't it and i just i don't know i think that everything i've done in my life has come from some type of epiphany like the health journey that i'm on right now has come because i couldn't fit on a roller coaster ride with my 10 year old daughter i'm just the type of person that it's got to get to the complete rock bottom before i decide to make a change and i was definitely at rock bottom at that point so i had to go and i just i just packed a bag while he was sleeping and left. And I want to, I'm i one of them women, like, one of my mind's made up. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. There's no, it's
1: no going back. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into, because I'm I'm curious of, to get into, to go back into a work environment, repairing credit, et cetera, and then the mindset that now you're like, I'm hitting bonuses every week. But I want to make sure we, we mention, so it's some amazing things you told me that you're actually doing for women who went through abusive relationships like some of the ways you're giving back now. Could you speak to that?
0: Yeah, so the domestic violence shelter that helped me after I left. So they helped feed my kids. They sent someone with me to court. Um, It's so so crazy it's how full circle things come, but I got connected back with them uh, a year or two ago and they asked me to come share my testimony at one of their events. And that event got turned into five events because of COVID, Mm -hmm. they couldn't have the big event. So I went to five weeks every week and told my story for the first time. I played a 911 call that was used in court and no one had ever heard it, not even my husband, my, my now husband. Um, and so that was the first step in me telling my story and they allowed me not only to help me out of the situation but then to start my healing journey. Mm. So now I get the opportunity to be uh, a philanthropist because I get to give back to that, that amazing organization that helped me um, and I even get, I have the contract to help them with their social media management and you know, help them with s- staff to help you know, their business now or their nonprofit organization. Wow! So like, went from taking from them to turning around and giving back to them in multiple different ways. I'm like friends with everybody who works at that organization now. It's just crazy.
1: Um, How does it feel? The reason I ask is because I I'm, I do a very bad job of living in the moment. Yeah. Right. It's always the next, and most entrepreneurs are. We're obsessed, right? It's yeah. the next goal, then the next goal, then the next goal. But to pause and say, "Man, I'm I'm not that same person that I was at the moment that my kids." and I were trying to figure out how to pay bills, how we're going to feed ourselves, nor am I the same person that's in this abusive relationship now. You're looked at as the inspiration to people that are in that situation and you're giving back to the organization that gave you. How does it feel?
0: I sit in my car sometimes and just ball. Mm. Like I, I, I'm the same as you as far as like gotta get to that next thing, but every once in a while it'll just hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I'll be doing something very simple like driving in my brand new car to get my laundry picked up because I don't have to do laundry anymore. Wow. Or, you know, like taking my mom to the store who I used to go to her house and shop. You know, like I would go to her house and be like, I need toilet paper, I need this, you know? And now I take her out and fit the bill for everything or like be like, oh, when we get up the cash register, I got yours. I'll just like get in my car and be like, ooh, you know, just start bawling, crying because I am so grateful. I have so much gratitude that, um, you know, I get to do what I do. I get to do these businesses that I love, that I'm passionate about, and I also um, get to take care of all the people I love.
1: Wow. wow! such an amazing, like your story is so amazing, and like I keep, no, I say that for real because... Every time we talk, I learn more and more and more about you. And like for some some that doesn't know, we connected at a conference. Yeah. Like we were at a conference and I spoke at the conference and just
0: I tried to throw my credit card at <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> Even in that, right? So from where you were, and this is so many things that I about your story I feel like will impact and benefit people. I see where you've come from and kind of where where you are now. First thing I would ask what made you make the decision to work with me? You know, some yeah. understand you, you were a client of mine fat turned family, right? The reason we set up the Monetize Online Business Blueprint, every other program I was seeing is known as University Academy. I didn't want that. I was like, I want to treat my clients like family. Mm-hmm. I want to be accessible. Any information I have, I want to give to them. What was, what was the deciding factor that was like, I want to work with him?
0: So my husband and I talk about this all the time because we were there together. I was speaking at the same conference, but when I go to conferences, I consider myself a baby in entrepreneurship. I don't, I'm like new money, okay? <laughs> Whenever I go to a conference, you're not gonna find me in the green room or in the dressing room. You're gonna find me in the audience Yeah. with a notebook because everybody else that's speaking on that stage knows something I don't know that I need to apply to my business. Mm. And so I was sitting there and you came up onto the stage and i had met you the night before just briefly but when you came up on the stage it was like i looked at my husband and i was like i i don't know how much it costs but i'm gonna pull out the card on this one because um it was like it was like finally i felt like i had found someone that explained things in a way that i could actually understand them and you know, make me laugh and, and get excited. Like you made me really excited to work with you. Wow! Before you know, you there was no pitch. There was no like, I came to you. I tried to like cut you with my credit card. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so being that I am a uh, market researcher. Yeah. So the way that I built my businesses is I look at what people are doing right, and I apply that to my business in a way that's not cringy. And then I look at what people are doing wrong, and I'm like, oh, let's not do that. Yeah. So the way that you sold me without ever trying to sell me was, I was like, oh, I need to learn how to do that. Mm. And who better to teach you than the person who did it to you? (laughs) So that's why I was like, I need to know how to speak to my audience in a way that they feel like they need to pull out their credit card. The urge for me to get in my wallet and like, give you my money without even knowing what services you offered was something I was like, I have to learn how to replicate that for my people
1: wow why? here's why i asked that the reason i ask it is because we were talking about your backstory, right just what you went through not going through a season of not having anything there's a lot of entrepreneurs that follow me watch etc and most of us have some traumatic experience that happens not not to that extent or something financially or i have times i got my and thirty-seven cents story yeah. right where i had nothing and all of us had to break that and still invest in ourselves so do you feel like, and I think it'll be, to ask you and I think it'll be beneficial for others, how, how were you able to just, I'm investing in myself in that way, versus feeling like, no, I'm gonna hold on to this money because I know what it's like to not have. Because that's the balance. You wanna the, hear a secret? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you were the first coach I ever hired.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I never knew that.
0: I had never hired a coach. I had no intentions of ever giving anybody my money to teach me something I could figure out on my own the hard way. I'm one of those people that are like, let me hold this real quick, you survivor thing. Um, And you said something on stage that day. You said, how do you expect people to pay you to coach them if you won't even pay a coach yourself? Wow. And I was like, ow, ow, that hurt, you know? (laughs) and so it was the best decision I ever made because I've hired so many coaches since then wow. and learned so much and uh, built so many successful, you know, programs since meeting you. Uh, but yeah, first first time I had ever done that. I don't really know Wow. what it was other than that hurt feeling I got of you telling me <laughs> about myself, okay?
1: Um oh, know, our relationship built on me hurt your feelings.
0: How, pretty much, how do, you, how do you expect people to, follow you or listen to you or pay you yeah. if you're not willing and invest in themselves. If yeah. you're not willing, you have to be the leader. If I want to be a leader, then I have to do what leaders do yeah, and show them the way. And the way for me was, you know, to hire someone who made me feel like I need to know what they know.
1: I've got to pause really quick before we get back into the episode to give you access to a free gift that I have for you. Well, chances are There's some knowledge that you know or service that you are already doing. And I tell people, if you are doing any service or have knowledge in your head, you should be able to automate that to generate revenue on the side, whether you're cutting hair. Well, while you're cutting hair, what if you could take the same knowledge and skill and automate that to show someone else how to do it? You generate revenue while also helping others. Well, I created a free training that literally shows you how to package your knowledge and your services into an automated online course. Well now instead of giving someone access to your time or letting them take you out to coffee, you can give them access to your thoughts without your time, it generates money for you, but it also helps other people. So you can type www.monetizewithmarkets.com and you can get access to a free video training that shows you how to do it. Let's get back to the episode. Wow, you know what's crazy? So like my first investment was Mm $10,000, right? My first investment into coaching did not have the money. American Express, everybody knows my store. American Express, Delta Gold, credit card, because I wanted the points to be able to fly. You know, as a credit person, right? You know, <laughs> Literally credit...
0: the same story. We flew to Vegas for free because of that coach. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: so you know, because of like credit, they gave me $13,000 on that card. It mm-hmm. wasn't the charge card where, you know, it's, it's no yeah. spending limit, it was the credit card, and I charged 10 on it. And all of my friends tried to talk me out of the investment because they're like, man, you can figure this out. Now this is 2014, so like Google was a thing, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't as many resources on YouTube, on down the line. I still look back and feel like it was the best investment I ever made because it broke something in me. I I realized I wasn't spending money with a person. Mm -hmm. I was believing in myself. Mm -hmm. The exchange of that money was proof that I believed in me. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes we think, "Oh, I'm spending money." No, it's a, it's a belief to say, "Man, I believe in me so much. I'm going to use it." It broke something in me. It educated me. It sped up my process. It introduced me to digital marketing.
0: It also helped me with being able to feel confident in my pricing mm. because I knew how much I had invested in my knowledge, in my education, and you know, like I went to college, and like I don't, I don't think of that the same way. And people don't think of it the same way. But once I invested in coaching, and I knew that not only did I get to skip the line and yeah. and avoid a lot of mistakes that I had to make in previous businesses, but I also, you know, now I'm like, oh, if I paid them this much, then there is absolutely no reason these people should not pay me this much.
1: Yeah, the confidence increases. The confidence, increases. confidence yeah. increase,
0: which I needed. I've been beat down for a long time, and I have a, a way about me that exudes confidence um, but there's still a, a part of me that second guesses and deals with imposter syndrome really bad. And so having that confidence of, okay, I've invested in myself, I'm worth this, I'm worth this. Wow. And if you can't play at this, then we got financing options. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh,
1: so from janitorial business that mm-hmm. you know, parents was running for 20 years, you take over you take over mm-hmm. and you run the bag up to mm-hmm. seven figures to a credit a successful credit repair business to now, like kind of speak to what, what some of your, what's your main thing now that you absolutely love and ways you're helping people? Oh, man, so
0: I hired a virtual assistant for myself. I I had a newborn baby in the middle of a pandemic trying to run a janitorial company and a credit repair business. Wow. I was in the shower every night crying. My husband's not an entrepreneur. I love that man with everything in me, but he doesn't understand, and he thinks I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> it works, okay, but right. he, you know, he did not understand, so he wasn't a whole lot of help in running the businesses, um, and I was burnt out, and I wanted to quit. And so I was talking to one of my mentors or friends, and he was like, "You need a, you need to hire a virtual assistant. You know, call this guy." And I was like, "All right, cool." So I hired a virtual assistant, and she changed my life forever not only did I finally have somebody that believed in me mm. and was on my team, but this person was showing up every single day at 9 a.m. ready to help me make money. Yeah, And I had never had that before. Like I had never had someone that was like more consistent than me. It put me at a level where I had to show up too. So when I realized, oh, this is how you really skip the line is hiring a team so you can do twice as much. Every entrepreneur says it. Gotta learn how to clone ourselves. <laughs> I got the clones.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got
0: I got VA. So that's what made me start the VA staffing company. Was I figured out that this was the answer to my prayers, not just my problems, but my prayers of how do I keep going? You know, mm. how do I do all this? Everybody wants to be a boss, but they don't want to hire a team. You're not who you the boss of.
1: oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: The boss of who?
1: Say it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean. So the first step, you know, was hiring my own team, and then trying to explain to everybody else, um, you can't do this alone. Yeah. Solo entrepreneurship is not glamorous. It is a slug, and it is hard. And if you don't have a team, um, it, it just it's not gonna it's not sustainable yeah. or scalable.
1: Yeah.
0: There's only so many people you can talk to in a day, but I tell you who can talk to a lot of people, like. So I was in Vegas a couple days ago. I won 40 Under 40 Business Award.
1: Congratulations. Thank
0: you. So there's 40 people in that room. I got to talk to about half of them, but I had everybody's name in the book. They gave us a book and a plaque and it's on social media who was on the list. So the moment I got home from Vegas, I sent the list over to my team. I said, I want you to FBI search every single one of these people. I wanna know their email addresses. I wanna know everything about them. And then I wanna, you know, the people, this, this is the list of the people I met personally that I spoke to. This is the message I want you to send to them. These are the people I didn't get the opportunity to speak to. I want you to reach out to them and let them know that I am so sorry I didn't get the opportunity to speak to them, but I would like to set up a call so I can talk to them on the phone. Wow. I don't have time to sit around and make 40 phone calls, but my team does. Mm. And my schedule will be booked out for two weeks straight because I'll be on phone calls with people who, not only do they already respect me because we were at the same awards thing together, um, but they're going to be like, how? How did she reach out to all 40 of us? Because they don't have the team yet.
1: Yeah. So, and it's <laughs> an opportunity for you to provide that for, for them. Here's, here's what I would ask. So, like, what I love about your business model, everything you've done. You did it for yourself, and then you realize other people need this. Mm -hmm. So even hearing how you've been able to build this staffing company, what are some of the services, let's say an entrepreneur like yourself that's in the shower crying, burned out, a single mom? And here's what's important for people to understand. You don't have to just be an entrepreneur to get a VA, Mm -mm. right? You can be a single mom who needs to order groceries. You
0: wanna hear what I do? Yeah. So my children wanted me to be the PTO mom, the classroom mom. And I knew my schedule didn't allow for that because I had done it in the past. And I came to a conference somewhere and I was talking to someone else about what they use their VAs for. And she was like, my VA is the classroom mom. She just sends all the emails out to everybody from my email and she you know, organizes everything, sends out the check sheets, even goes as far as ordering the stuff on Amazon to make sure that it's to my house so I can take it to the school.
1: Mm.
0: You know, I got right on the computer. I was like, I got to do this today. Um, you know, because it allows me to show up better.
1: Yeah.
0: It allowed not just for my businesses, but for my whole entire family. Like, you know, sometimes your your parents are needy. They need they don't know how to do a spreadsheet or you know, I have a VA that will help me with just about anything. An executive assistant that plans all my travel. That you know, makes sure I have gifts for people on their birthdays. I just. I'm able, I look so much more professional. I'm really not professional. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> I am all over the place. I think I have ADHD and I, you know, I like to just really sit around and vibe out to rap music and just hang, you know, yeah. like, but they make me look like I'm this huge multi-billionaire entrepreneur just because I, there's like 10 of me.
1: Yeah. So talk, talk about what it looks like. So if someone comes to you, work with you and say, hey, Brittany, I need a VA. Like I'm... Get it? <laughs> right? <laughs> Pun intended, right? So I love you with the name of it. I need a VA is is the name of your sta- of your staffing company. They come to you and they say it, I need a VA, mm-hmm. right? What's that process looks like to work with you? And then we'll go into like how you train your team. But what does that process look like? How does someone work with you?
0: So we, I wanted to do it differently than a lot of the other staffing agencies. So I wanted to make sure that um, they get someone who's specifically for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and has experience in whatever it is they're trying to do. So the first step is you jump on a call with me. Uh, I haven't outsourced that yet just because that's my favorite part of my day is talking to business owners and solving their problems. I want to hear what your problem is so I can figure out what VA you need to solve that problem. So then we, uh, you know, get them enrolled. And then once they're enrolled, we start recruiting and training. So we actually go out and look for the VA that's perfect for your business specific situation. Wow. Um, so say if you were a mom who needed help with your kids or whatever and your business, I would find a VA who knows what that looks like, uh, who has experience with that and is gonna really appreciate a female entrepreneur who needs that type of help. Um, and then they go through a full week of training with my internal team. And I must say, those are the best VAs in, in the world, my internal team. So they get the best training and then they actually get to interview. Um, on top of all that, we don't just recruit someone and place it with you know place their VA with them. Um, they get to pick their VA. So we three or four people in a room, Zoom room, and they invite them in one at a time. They get to ask them questions. Um, of course, our our VAs are in the Philippines, so mm. they get to hear their communication skills, all those different things, and then they get to choose who they want to work with. Um, and then their VA just kind of jumps in and, and helps them with whatever it is they need help with.
1: What's amazing about your process is you streamline everything for the entrepreneur. You know, some people are afraid and they're saying, okay, I need to hire somebody, but I don't know what questions to ask. Oh. I don't know how to interview them. <laughs> or someone would say, I don't know how to find them. The fact that you guys are finding them, training them. You're... We
0: even give you interview questions Wow, to ask. Like we're like, well, they're just like samples. Like we'll send over a document, a digital product <laughs> that says, hey, you know, if you if this is the, A lot of our people are new entrepreneurs. Um, If you've never done an interview before, here's some questions that can help you make your decision. Wow. And then we train the person who's never been a boss before how to be an effective leader. Because that's, first of all, I don't tolerate people mistreating my VAs. I wanted to create a company culture where VAs felt that they were safe, they were loved, they were taken care of. They, you know, for a lot of people, the industry feels like slave labor because there's low wages, and there's people in a developing country that you know we expect to show up no matter what. Um, not at my company. My people are treated well. They're paid well. They. We created a company culture that's family. Yeah. Um,
1: I saw you did something amazing. Uh, number one, seeing your meetings look so fun. I want to. <laughs> I want to close my companies down and come work for you. You guys are laughing, having yeah. fun, music playing, as well as I saw like celebrating their birthdays and cakes and all that. I'm like, how did she get a cake to the Philippines?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: (laughs) like Like, what made you create that type of company culture? Because you don't have to.
0: You know what I did? When I started my company, my VA, Mitch, so she was my first ever VA. When I hired her, she was too scared to answer the phones. But I saw something in her that reminded me of me. Scared, but ready to go. And so I invested a lot of training and, you know, money into building her up. So when we started the VA company, I was like, I don't want to build this, I want you to build it. Cause I know what it's like from my side. So I know what the customer wants. I'm not worried about the customer right now. In order to take our first customer, we have to have a team of people. So I had her build the team. Mm. I had her tell me what would be, what would make it the perfect place to work. What kind of bonus schedules do we need to have? You know, what type of incentives for signing on? Should we offer these VAs? How should we approach them? And what should the interview, pro- I mean, every little process on the VA side, because there's two sides of the company. I can sell VAs all day long, but if no one wants to work for me, yeah. then you're gonna get a crappy VA. Yeah, We have thousands of VAs in the Philippines begging us for a job right now because, of the company culture they all want to work for big boss britney and it's just because i genuinely love these people like i'm going to the philippines this year and we're gonna throw down
1: listen tell me when you know that's my that's my favorite area yeah there and thailand bali like i I love it i've never been
0: but i'm going this year and i'm gonna really um i mean we we opened i need a va in june of last year and we're on track to do a million our first full year
1: that's amazing
0: we built a six figure company in six months. And then, you know, to take it on and do seven figures in our first full year, I didn't do any of that. I would love to take the credit, but I didn't build that company. My VA's built it.
1: Wow. <laughs> for, for someone listening, number one, an, an, another one. <laughs> another seven figure company, another one. You know, it, And it's, a, it's amazing, number one, you can see why you're one of my favorites from the humility that you have from your work ethic to how you treat people and your integrity, you know, I rock with you forever yeah. on, on a lot of those things. Here's what I would ask, what do you feel like people always talk about what they got right, but before we get to that, what do you, what are some of those, I would say, money mistakes you feel like you made while building like on the road to seven figures, that thing is not is not always glamorous with sidewalks and no potholes. Mm-mm. Right? So on the road to not one, but multiple companies that hit seven figures, What are some of those mistakes you feel like you made that you can help somebody else avoid?
0: So, um, one of the biggest money mistakes that I've ever made was taking on a client for far less than what the job entailed. Mm. I took on a client in the red just so I could say I had the client. It was a huge banking organization that called me up on a random day of the week and was like, hey, we wanna throw 36 more branches at you. And I was like, yes, without really looking at the numbers and what the payroll was gonna be and everything. And I wrote that contract out until it almost broke the company. Mm. I was paying, like, what's a seven-figure company if you're paying out 6.5 figures in payroll? (laughs) You know what I mean? So um, it it was a big money mistake. And I had to learn, that was when I had to learn how to fire a client too, like, you know, they don't teach you these things in college. (laughs) They're like, you know, you show up, you do your job, you get paid, and when you're an entrepreneur, it's, oh, you don't get a paycheck this week because you gotta pay 55 employees. So, um, that was the biggest money mistake I made, was not really doing the numbers. Yeah, Just thinking, oh, this is a huge break, um, because I got this big contract.
1: The reason why I think that's so powerful, like, someone like myself, I was telling a friend of mine, I said, I would rather work with entrepreneurs coaches your everyday people than quote unquote influencers. And I said the reason, reason for that is many of them aren't willing to learn the space. So they're unaware of what we're building so they can't appreciate it and they're gonna overwork you. Sometimes they don't have boundaries. So some would say, oh man, you got this type of client and some wanna brag about the type of client they have but you don't realize you make more money working with someone else. So yeah. we were riding, <laughs> my, my wife and I was riding one day and a gentleman got my number and called me. She'll probably remember this. And he was like, man, I want to fly you out to, he, he did one of them, I'm going to fly, you're going to get flewed out. <laughs> of, right? I
0: not have none of them clients right. yet. He, he said, I want to fly, fly you out to
1: New York and do a one-on-one with you, bro, and this, 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 and have you build this, this, this. He said, man, the money ain't no deal. You know, I'll pay you $20,000, $25,000 the way he said it. And I said, nah, I'm, I'm good, bro. I don't work that way. Like, you got to go through this process on down the line. He's like, it's $20,000. I said, bro, let me break this down to you. I can do a group setting and charge 10k per person and work for one hour and get more than what you're asking me to do to fly to new york and spend four hours with you to teach you what you want to understand mm. some would hear that number and it sounds like a lot but it speaks to your point because it, i think it goes back to i think there need there should be every entrepreneur needs therapy mm. because what we overcome mentally and emotionally and financially to build a company oh you know my quote you can't build a business bigger than you build yourself so you reach seven figures, but that don't mean that, that internally, emotionally, mentally, you're internally seven, at seven figures, right? Yeah. The number didn't change who you are. So sometimes we love to brag about who our clients are, or I know people who are authors who feel like they have to put their book on Amazon versus you're like, bro, you're getting $6. You can get right. the full 20 if you hold it on your site. Absolutely. Just to say that. So I, I'm loving your story and how you learn these lessons of, hey, I was, broken, I went through this, now I'm giving back. What do you feel like you did differently, right? There, we all have a story of something that we went through, some hardship, what did you get right? Like, if you if you date back to these critical moments, do you say, man, if I, when I did this, I got this right. This changed the game for me.
0: My whole coach, if anyone from my coaching program is probably on the other side of the camera right now screaming, consistency, consistency. That's my thing. Yeah. I show up, I show up consistently and if a coach or someone who is where I want to be tells me to do something, I'm not like, well, maybe that's a good idea. No, I am doing that thing Yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like before we hang up the phone, the wheels are already in motion. I've mm-hmm. already sent a text to my team. Like this is what we're supposed to be doing next. Yeah. You, I just, I'm just not sitting around on sitting on my hands because someone else is going to take that same information and execute if I don't. And why not me? Why should I not get the money? Why should I not get the influence? Why should I not be able to retire my husband and my parents?
1: Hold and live? pause. Pause. Did did, <laughs> did you did, just throw that out there? Why shouldn't <laughs> I be able to what?
0: I retired everybody in my family. And that's a lot to take on. So I don't recommend it. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of pressure. But my hus- my new husband, Bryson, he has psoriatic arthritis. And when he met, I was like, I gotta be a sugar daddy. <laughs> I got me a, a good man with a good job, he's kind, you know. His mom worked in uh, domestic violence shelters her whole life, like he yeah. was my in-house therapist. But then like a couple years into our relationship, he got diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis and I watched his body break down and he couldn't get up and go do his job anymore. And here I was, this crazy entrepreneur girl, I was like, okay, got a new goal. The new goal is to make enough money where he doesn't have to go listen to that boss tell him he's lazy because he doesn't feel good anymore. Mm. And I executed because he needed me to. And I made a promise to my dad that if he let me take over the janitorial company, he would never have to come in and move him off again. And I executed. And so I think that the main thing that I would tell any entrepreneur is if you set a goal, it has to be non-negotiable. And you have to just do whatever it takes to, to get there and execute it.
1: <laughs> here's, here's why I love what you're saying. We're in an age now where you have people who haven't started who are asking you how to automate what don't exist, Mm. (laughs) right? So it's someone with an idea to say, I want to make money in my sleep. Well, can you make money while you're awake first? Ooh. (laughs) Like, Like, can we at least-
0: Can we show up? Yeah. I have a team, an internal team of 14 people, and I'm the first person in the office every day, and I'm the last person to leave unless I'm on vacation and I barely take vacation still. I'm still not where I wanna be that I can automate everything yet.
1: So you're telling me not one, not two, not three, multiple seven figure companies, and you're still working, but everybody else is saying you should automate everything and do it. So that I work. haven't
0: opened a credit repair software in six, seven months. I don't, <laughs> I get I get things automated and then I start something new. Yeah. Or I move to something that I'm passionate about. like. I can't just sit around. I don't know if I'll ever be able to just sit around. My husband thinks I'm crazy. I keep telling y'all that, but he loves to just like yeah. be at home with the kids. And like, we have the complete opposite family dynamic. Everyone thinks that we're nuts, but like he's good at that. He's calm. <laughs> he's not easily put to anger. <laughs> he, like He's sweet and kind and good with the kids. Yeah. And I'm a boss. <laughs> so I'm going to do what bosses do. And I'm going to go to my office and work until I want to fall asleep.
1: Here's, now, I gotta get into this really quick. Here's why I like what you're saying. Everybody, especially if you look online, there's these arguments of these traditional gender roles mm-hmm. and some, like I'm telling you, it's gonna be somebody in the comments about, like 50, you made 50 certain 50 statements, split. right, of firing your husband. I mean, excuse me, not firing, excuse me, retiring your husband. Boom, not firing. He's on salary. Right? So from, <laughs> from retiring your husband and all these other pieces of the puzzle, and you were saying, hey, I want to do what I'm good at, not just a, tra- a traditional role. I'm still going to be a good mom, but oh, I'm a yeah. boss. This is what I, this is what I, this is what I am. Man, I think it's a conversation that has to be had about playing to your strengths. Absolutely. Like, how do you balance it all? Like, mom, boss. Okay,
0: so I have, my husband stays at home with the kids. Okay. We have a nanny that comes in a couple days a week to you know come to the office and help me or we can go to lunch together or whatever um, I moved my parents back home from they lived five hours away so I moved them back home um, I have so many VAs like yeah I have a whole team of people that make me look like I have my whole life together yeah and then you know sometimes I just wing it I just wing <laughs> it sometimes you know yeah. like I'm just everywhere I'll decide you know oh cancel that I've got to move and I just keep moving. Yeah. It might not always be forward, uh, but I'm always in movement. And that's really just how I keep everything up in the air. Until I get to a point where everything is automated and I can relax and I don't know if, the, if I want that right now.
1: Yeah, for, for a business owner, entrepreneur, single mom or anyone who says I'm overwhelmed or business is going well, but it's burning me out. You know, how can they reach out to you? How can they work with you? You know, what a, you already talked about your process, but how can they find you, how can they work with you?
0: So I am on all the socials at Brittany Bettini, just my name, I tried to uh, put my stake in the ground. Yeah. And then BrittanyBettini.com has links to all my services, all my companies are linked on there to make it easy for you guys to find me.
1: I love it, I love, before, before I let you go, let's talk about what are some problems that working with you solves. Like, I'm sure you spoke to me and we're gonna work together, in terms of social media management, you know, the Epic mm-hmm. Nation is an online church. So I immediately thought about it. I was like, hold on, while you were talking now, I was like, there's a lot of follow up I can do with, with new partners for people who need access to information, social media management, which is major. Um, you know, we're in the process of building a media company. Yeah. So I'm like, long form yeah. content, editing, so posting on TikTok, shorts, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so what, are some, so what are some other things that your company can provide? for entrepreneurs to help them grow their business?
0: So pretty much anything that needs a human touch. So we have lead generators, um, sales agents, uh, social media managers, we even have a service now where we had a lot of people that hired a VA that wanted them to do social media management. they're like, why doesn't it look like yours? And I'm like, well, because I got five VAs doing my social media. So now we created a team and we'll bring it all in house and do it all for you. Um, We do PR work for people, so um, if you are looking to get featured in the press to grow your business, we can help with that as well. Um, You know, anything that I use in my own business Mm. that's helped me grow, I just give it, you know, I want my clients to have access to that. I feel like I'd be gatekeeping, I'm like, all right, I'll tell you how I did it. You know, I would rather just help you do
1: it. Wow, so (laughs) every part of a business, invoicing, social media management, uh, editing, graphics, Oh, Which yes. We have of.
0: some of the best graphic designers. Um, I tell you, the, the education and everything in the Philippines where we um, source our VAs from, they really are just so eager to help people like you and I who are have this, you know, American dream and um, they, feel, they get invested in what you're building and they become part of your family. Um, so yeah. Wow. We can do it all.
1: Here's, here's why I love your business. Your business is a solution for any person who's looking to grow or scale a company. You know we always talk about uh, turning your mind into money, right? Well, there's the idea of you got an idea, product, or service, but how are you going to do with operations? How do you enclose close sales? How are you going to respond to DMs? How are you going to send invoices? You know, if you're traveling and speaking, well, what happens when you get off stage? Mm-hmm. I love what you mentioned about all the people you met at a conference, you had your VAs to follow up. So imagine how many times we go to a conference and we get in the room, but we don't follow up, Mm. right? So this is a major solution that you're offering for entrepreneurs around the world. So here's what I would tell you. Reach out to Brittany Bettini. She's the secret weapon. I don't know if I should have shared with (laughs) y'all one of my favorite people. I'm blessed, right? I never knew that I was the first coach that you invested to work with, but I'm honored. And I hope I, how was it? It it was
0: amazing. I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> right. That's a very good
1: point. That's a very good point, you know. That's a very good point. I've
0: been point. saving that secret for just as a day. <laughs> right,
1: so, and even that, like, we were able to work with Brittany to create programs, courses, things of that nature, and we're just getting started. We're, we're going to partner on some stuff. I keep oh, yeah. saying it to you, but I've got a few different ideas of things we're going to partner on, but this has been another phenomenal episode of Monetize with Marcus podcast. Make sure you connect with Brittany Bettini on all social media platforms. If you're looking to scale to grow your business, please make sure you reach out to her. She is a one-stop shop and a resource for anything you could need as an entrepreneur so you're not dealing with burnout, confusion, overwhelm. Her team is trained to help you grow and scale your business well. Until next time, if you need me, I'll be over here minding my online business. See you in the next episode.